welcome to episode 112 of the Craft Heads Podcast. We have a special episode for you this week. I will introduce the usual. This is Tommy. I'm the co-host of the Craft Heads Podcast. <laughs> My lifelong best friend. We have two guests who are, are long overdue. We have the dog dad of the month from the last episode. And patron. And patron. I was the dog dad of the month last You didn't episode. listen? Fuck you. What yeah. the hell? And Con- you didn't tell me this? Connor is a patron of the Craft Heads podcast, but not a regular listener Wait, of the no, Craft no, Heads no, no, podcast. Just I am a regular listener. Yeah. What does regular mean to you? Well, when I was in the office, I actually worked in pre-COVID. I would put it on almost like every episode. Okay, cool. all right, all right. But, like, you almost said every day, didn't but you? But during COVID, like, it's... Things have changed. I agree. Welcome to the 2020 COVID podcast where you're not going to hear people listening anymore. We also have another guest on the episode, and that is another not patron, but wants to be prospective patron, I should <laughs> say. That's fine. And his name is? Uh, hey, my name is Clark. I'm also a dog dad. Yeah. Check, check out Craft Heads podcast fans on Instagram, and you will see Clark. On there with I'm, a little bouncy sound on his balls in the one in the video. I'm there the even though made. I've never met anyone that was on there. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, actually neither of us. This is really exciting. <laughs> I would say a lot of our listeners are the young Tampa folk yeah. and the ta- the young Tampa folk are the heads of the Craft Heads podcast fan, fan page. page. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And uh the the young fans have an obsession with Clark Wells. I don't know if it's the name. But your name has kind of become a meme in the Craft Heads podcast world. Well, so now I'm he's here. He's handsome too. Now yeah. I have to now I have to live up to the meme. Yeah, he, and it, he's it, even better looking than the pictures that you see online. I have a lot <laughs> more hair it, than I do on the, on the pictures. What is it a meme of? You, we'll show it to you after the after the podcast. Basically, Clark gets mentioned in a lot of the Craft Heads podcast fan posts for for completely random reasons. It'll be like a picture of. It was actually a picture at a uh, a venue where it was Clark, me, Keith, and Jared, and the the Craft Heads Podcast fan club zoomed in on my penis. Oh yeah! And then after they after they <laughs> zoomed in on my penis, they went to Clark, and uh, there's been a, several mentions of him since. Could you see your penis in the picture? Or? It was a bulge. Nice. It was a nice bulge. It was a it was a white boy bulge. It was By the way, <laughs> Craft Heads Podcast, we talk about penis bulges. And generally nothing, and we have a cocktail. Uh, the beer, the featured beer of the evening tonight. And, Tommy, I'll let you tell the listeners where we are. But as far as the actual beverage, we have Wild Leap, which is a brewery in... You see, Somebody knew something about it. You did, Clark. We've just been buying all their beers. Okay, well, they're stuff. Wild Leap. Listen, this is the birthday month triple IPA. It's 10.5%. This is no joke. I'm not going to lie to you. I saw it. The marketing sold me, the, a.k.a. the wrap around the can, which is super lame. Alex, you're talking about the sprinkles, right? Yeah. Anything birthday, because I, I love birthday cake flavored bullshit. I hate Ugh. that about myself, but it's good. Cheers. You take a sip. Connor, you must take a sip. Let's see what we got here. Connor's got something else you might want to talk about. Clark, but... <clears throat> Clark is what I meant. We have a lot of C's in the house. Yeah, a lot of C's. How good is that? I uh, I really enjoyed it, and and once again, I'm getting that that golden monkey taste. And I, what is that specific golden monkey taste that Belgian I Belgian triple? Okay, yeah. yeah, it's like a sweeter but like heavy alcohol taste. That uh, if you're into, that's a good beer. I love Belgians. This is good beer. Clark approves. It, it, very that, that's a ten ounce pour at any brewery. Yeah, and this is a big fucker. <laughs> dude. This is a big beer. 
It'll get you. It'll get you there quick. Yeah, absolutely. So this is that's that's the featured beer. But Tommy, tell the listeners where we are and what we did tonight, and then we'll just go from there. All right. So we are in the Highlands, North Carolina. Highlands, comma North Carolina. That is the city that we're in. And you guys have heard me talk about it several times on the podcast because I mention it all the time. It's a city that Claire and I will eventually buy a house in. Um, it's a it's a it's a wooded mountain town that you rent out a cabin, you hang out for the weekend, you do a lot of drinking for the most part, which is what we're doing tonight. If yes. you can't tell, there's going to be a lot of slurs on this podcast. Roll with us, thank you. <laughs> um, and we are here in a house that we've rented out a few times and. Clark and Connor have been, I would say, more Clark and more Jared, who is supposed to be with us tonight, but is not. Uh, shout rip, out, rip Jared. Shout out Jared. But uh, Connor and Jared, I mean, uh, Clark and Jared have been trying to get on the podcast for a long time. Connor has just been a silent patron for <laughs> forever, and we demanded that he is here tonight. But we did a um, an activity today that we wanted to talk about on the podcast, and I wanted to hear your guys' specific thoughts of our wine tasting that we parta- partook in today. Yeah. Davis from what what's the venue in Highlands? It's Highlands Wine Highlands Island. Wine Shop. And to be fair, it depends on what you're going for. I that was actually my first formal wine tasting. I loved it. Ooh, and I, and I it. told Davis that I really enjoyed the the history lesson. It was an incredible amount of knowledge yeah. that Davis had. And shout out Davis. He's also a firefighter, which uh, today is one day post-September 11th. Yeah. So uh, right thank on. you for your service. And that's one of the best, um, one of the most respectable jobs that I think somebody could His have. His radio was on. I don't know if anyone yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His radio was fully on. Clark's make, makes a good point in the very beginning of the tasting. He's on duty. He was, uh, there was firefighters calling on his walkie-talkie saying, you know, just reporting in and he had to turn it off because he was giving us a fascinating wine lesson um clark was this your first experience with a wine tasting uh definitely not connor was this your first experience no but i will say that davis gave me the most generous pours of wine i've ever had (laughs) another reason to love davis that was an an experience was the amount of knowledge that he had and it was all really good stuff it wasn't like information where i didn't really care about it was a lot of good information but i i there were so many questions that i felt like i wanted him to just be like does anybody have any questions about this so we could because i just felt the attention in the room to well ask you know how it is dude the the rack and willie quote is shut the fuck up and listen <laughs> and like i i only interjected i think one time with him i just wanted to hear what he had to say because he knows more than i do mm-hmm Whenever you <laughs> encounter a person who knows more than you about a particular subject you want to learn about, yeah, it's really listen. cool to just to just listen. Yeah, and I'll give. I'll, actually, I've been I've been meaning to say this at one point this weekend, and I hope. And we were actually playing a game at dinner tonight for all you uh, podcast folks. If you find yourself at dinner with your friends, uh, we set ourselves up with a game where you it's basically spin the bottle, but instead of kissing, you ask a question to a person, and. Um, I I wanted to get Clark at one point, uh, and not for the question fact, but for a compliment fact. I wanted to tell him, ever since Connor said it a long time ago, I feel like Clark is somebody that you can really respect his opinion of something because I feel like he has a lot of knowledge about things. 
Hey, listen, on the podcast, on air, Clark is signing up to become a patron. Maybe it's it might have to do finally. with the compliment. I don't yeah. know, but <laughs> that he's was a good timing. Yeah, yeah, it was. I'm complimenting Clark, pitch, and he decided oh, to. Wait, hold on. Up. We have a hitch. To be fair, I'm typing in numbers, and it's nothing's happening. <laughs> I'm blaming that on the phones. It's but I'm going to hold Patreon's you to it tomorrow. Fault. So, so thank uh, you, Clark. Let's anyway. start with 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 Connor. What is your what is your overall opinion of the wine tasting, and what were your favorite wines that we had tonight? Well, first off, it, it only cost thirty dollars, and I feel like I got like those glasses of wine. Dude, would be fifty dollars like, of wine. They were full glasses of wine that you would normally and get at a restaurant for six? eight dollars a piece. It was like yeah, six like two or, or three glasses would have paid for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it six or seven? Six, six, six glasses. Six yeah. glasses. There were six healthy glasses. So first off, that was like Connor was blacked out. I was <laughs> pretty drunk by the end of it. Um, second off, I appreciated like how he like pulled in the movie clips and everything. I, yeah, thought, I mean, cool. I thought everything about it, I enjoyed mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Did you have a favorite wine of all of them, though? The the first Chardonnay was my favorite, I would say. The, the un- cleanest Chardonnay. The unoaked yeah. old world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. No, no, no. New world. Yeah. New say, world. That was, was like California. That was I got Oregon you. wine. I got you. Yeah. So this is, a, this is an interesting uh, factoid for you wine folk. Um, there is the different – the specific difference, I would say, that Davis wanted to mention to us was the difference between uh, an old world Chardonnay and a new world Chardonnay is the barrel. The barrel on an old world Chardonnay is the oak barrel, which gives it a, sh- a buttery, creamy, Specific- oaky flavor. Specifically French oak. Specifically French mm-hmm. oak gives it that like real, you know, classic Chardonnay flavor. But a new world Chardonnay is done in stainless steel, which gives it a fresh, acidic, Minerality. refreshing, mineral flavor yeah, to and, it. And and to give it a little bit of extra uh, history. That's what Connor liked. A, a little mm-hmm. extra historicity to the whole thing. 1976 was the year when the Americans overthrew the French. From from what Davis was saying, in terms of like there was a there was a big blind taste test, and the Americans had the the quote better wine at least from the experts, and everybody was like, oh shit, these guys can now roll with the big dogs, which is wild because huh, these. These grapes that they've been growing over in Europe, the the actual vines and the, the progenitors through all these years, they are older than the existence of our country. Mm-hmm. So we we are competing with new plants. Three hundred year yeah, old three, wine, like three hundred plus. You yeah. know, God knows how far back they go. And it's really cool that America got on the map, specifically California in this particular case, in, in Oregon. And hopefully soon to be Georgia. Georgia <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like, the, the fact that we now have a say in it, it's really cool. But the whole, the whole difference between New World and Old World wines is that 1976 I mean, watershed moment. Also, to be fair, I mean, Americans didn't invent the wine grape. We, mm. The guy just quite literally took a seed from... Italy or France, I'm not sure which brought one. Brought it over. And brought it over <laughs> and planted it in a very similar climate in the United States. Now, it's different soil. There's a different taste. I mean, you can taste, you'd be able to taste the difference between a, if you're educated, between a Cabernet from France Wine. or Italy yeah. than, right? than California. Uh, but, yeah, it was not like he invented the grape, but he took what he knew and loved and made it into... I mean, especially the first person, he made it in something he he was doing something he loved every mm-hmm. day. Rob Mandavi. 
Are you, no. are you talking that, about that was one of the big names? It was one of the big names, but it was the guy worked under Mandavi. But yeah, Mandavi was one of the first guys. Mm-hmm. We we do need to watch the movie. Bottle shock, bottle, bottle shock, shock. With, with Alan Rickman, and there there was uh, Bill Pullman was in it. That was a big movie a from two thousand eight. Yeah, there was a bunch of people in it, and then Sideways is the Paul Giamatti movie that he that I, I didn't realize they were both wine movies. Yeah, which is cool. absolutely both wine movies. I think I think just when they came out two thousand eight was that weird time where like none of us were drinking yet, mm-hmm. and especially like we're we don't give a shit. About wine. We were eighteen, at least I was. Yeah. Like, I, I, was I wasn't sitting here 18. trying to discern wine palette. You know, like I, that was not happening at that time. So I was fifteen. I was uh, drinking vodka that was given to me by some older women in high school. <laughs> Somebody was furnishing, in other words. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was not watching a wine movie. You know that that that's a good that's a good segue here, uh, Clark. What made you? What was like your first introduction to alcohol as a youngin that made you? really appreciate it for what it was and if you want to be like yeah i was 16 and i went to a party and i got made out with a girl because i was fucked up like that's what made you love alcohol what is your introduction to alcohol oh mine's not that cool i don't care say it (laughs) uh so uh i'm from michigan um and big boating scene so there's more boats in michigan than in florida just for people that aren't from michigan there are it just we have the, the whole Great Lakes and there's a whole lot of boats. So I would that up, be Lake Erie or what? Like what? What lake were you we're, guys? We're on Lake St. Clair. I grew up okay. a block from Lake St. Clair. Okay, not one of the Great Lakes. No, it is a Great Lake, but but Holmes. Yeah, it's okay. Lake Lake S- Superior S- yes. was St. Clair. Go from go from east. Okay, so go from west to east. West to Huron, East. Huron, Ontario. Nope, nope, Superior. Ontario's all the way farthest. Superior Huron, was, yeah. Oh, I was Superior, just Holmes. Yeah, I was Michigan, just in Clair, Erie, Erie, Ontario. What was M? Michigan. It should be Lake, Lake Michigan. Michigan. Were you yeah. on Lake Michigan ever? Lake St. Clair. Okay, fine. Fuck you. Go gross, ahead. Gross Continue point, with your story. Gross Point, Michigan's on Lake St. Clair. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I grew up in a, like a sailing town, so sailors in general are Drunks. I mean, mm-hmm. like they like to drink a lot of beer in general. But, totally. Um, anyway, so mm-hmm. I grew up around a whole lot of scotch and cigars. So my first experience was like was very early on. I I I mean, the first time I really took a sip of alcohol, it was scotch. Ugh, it was the first sip, it like was before beer and wine. Anything I could ever think of. Okay. It was Lagavulin, and uh, I had already been. Sm- Smoking cigars, I had been like trying them, right? But then I took a sip of the scotch. Like of one for anyone that doesn't drink scotch is about as peaty and mm-hmm. musty as it. it. It is extremely, it's an experience. I want to get into more scotch. <laughs> and I know you're a big scotch oh, guy, dude, so we'll have to. About it. We'll but get deep into that at some anyway, point. Anyway, as a like twelve year old, it was a whole lot to take. But yeah, but um, my whole family. So my my four uncles at the time, or three uncles. They were enjoy my dad, my two uncles were enjoying it so much, and like I tried to enjoy it, but obviously it was it was terrible. I mean, it was my first sip of alcohol, and it was I think I had some beer, and I had a bunch of wine before that, but that's barely. Okay. I don't. That's not, it's not something you enjoy as a team. The, the thing scotch. is, the scotch was like the biggest like turning point of like when I started to appreciate alcohol because mm-hmm. you're like, there's then, something here. There, there's a reason why people drink this, yeah. and I'm not. The thing is, is like wine and beer, you can appreciate at an early age, which is, I think, why, you know, kids do around the world before United States. But 
this the whole scotch introduction was when I was like, okay, this is like a this is something that's important to you know a social aspect in everyone's situation in my family especially. So when so how what age were you when that happened, and what age were you when you first got drunk? And Connor, I'm coming to you for the same. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Be, I was right. Be thinking uh, about us. Probably within. I mean, I had definitely gotten drunk before that. Before you before tried 12? scotch? Uh, wow. You said that was I, your first sip I of was, Yeah, I'm, I'm talking first experience. Yeah, okay, okay. No way. You drunk before 12 years How, old? That's I like an some issue. wine. You fucking Detroit hills. Some yeah, wine or some beer. But you weren't drunk Detroit. from it. Okay, I think the first time I was drunk was eighth grade. I don't know what age that was. Yeah, that's similar. That's the like, same for me. Yeah, so that's it's like okay. Teens, between right? between yeah. seventh and eighth grade, that's like summer. But, okay. Ooh. Okay, so I'm not far <laughs> off. First of all. Yeah. And uh no, I definitely we got uh raspberry smooth off and I cannot drink that anymore. Yuck. Yeah I drank it. Connor, entirely. your first drinking drunk experience. Yeah, so we went over to my friend's house who was on the baseball team in ninth grade and one of their friends that was like a couple years older than us had an older brother who he had his ID. So this kid was probably like 17 and he had like a 21-year-old ID. So you're a freshman in high school. Freshman in high school yeah. and, he, and he bought us a 30-rack of Keystone Light. Right, yum. Which is basically like my brother would love you, dude. Yeah. Drink, this is a Midwest shit. Yeah, <laughs> Keystone Light. And so it was me and like four or five guys just crushed 30 Keystone Light, which today, like, that's drinking like 30 bottles of water. But yeah. Correct. we were like but six beers a 110-pound, 13-year-olds yeah. just <laughs> hammered off some Keystones. Did you do you remember doing anything that you like now would be like that's so yeah, dumb? He I lived uh, next to a horse farm that had an electric fence, and we were like, "Let's go run and touch the electric fence." Did you? <laughs> yeah, we did. Do you remember what it felt like? How to be that shocked? feel to you? Uh, yeah, fucking shocked the shit out of us. <laughs> was it shocking? <laughs> yes, it was very shocking. And then from there, we just kind of like it kind of took off like the whole drinking thing. And then we. Like maybe the next time we invite some girls, and then like, right. turn it into like Snowballs. a little field party, and then like were you part of the popular crowd being on ba- on the baseball team? Yeah, like that? so our school like we were like a very middle class community, so we didn't really have like a lot of kids whose parents were like doctors and lawyers and stuff. Everyone was pretty down to earth. Connor, you went to a public school? Public school. Okay. And so, like, in, we definitely had in our, Syracuse. In Syracuse. And we yeah. had our popular kids, but we weren't, like, assholes. So we were, like, very inclusive with everybody. So we would just throw parties, uh, just invite everybody. Like, one of my friends, his dad owned a construction company. And they had a huge construction site that had, like, this giant barn and trailers and stuff. And so on the weekends, we would just go there and just throw massive parties. Yeah, but drinking on a farm as a teenager is kind of classic. Yeah. Oh, never. Never? Like, so. never? Dude, so... Dude, imagine like Buckhead, Atlanta. That's what my hometown looks like on the water. Okay. But it's also like an eighth of what it actually costs. In I, I think I've talked about my first experience. I'll revisit it quickly. But Tommy, what about you? Oh, um, I just drank with a couple friends at home playing uh, video games. That was my first That's, getting drunk experience. Dude, totally. As far as I know, my first like drunk experience not sipping a beer or some shitty arbor mist was i remember in the basement and if my dad ever listens to this he'll be like i fucking knew it <laughs> I, it was with keto and the key mm-hmm. and we had i had this real tall shot glass mm-hmm. that had different universities on it listed like in 
Michigan State, Ohio State, etc. And then, of course, Penn State was at the top. It was my Penn State shot glass, but it literally looked like a graduated cylinder from, like, chemistry class. Penn State's at the top, and I'm talking each line was a shot. This thing was uh, tall. Mm-hmm. And Who's, how this? many inches? It was if mine. You, if you had to put it into perspective, if, if I had to guess, probably what is that? Like, like eight, six or seven? Six, it's weird. Seven. My mom, seven. let's say seven. My mom okay. still has hers from school, and it says AKO on it, and it has like the number of shots, and it holds six. Yeah, in one okay. glass, it's extremely similar to that. Yeah, yeah. And again, this was the first time for me getting drunk, mm-hmm. and one of the two of those guys, I don't know who it was, brought over one fifty one, mm-hmm. and I. Poured a two and a half shot on 151, and I did it over my stationary tub in the basement. And I I blame my quasi alcoholism on that night uh-huh. because in I your Irish jeans, perhaps there's a part <laughs> of that. But like I took a two and a half shot of 151 as my first experience of getting drunk. It's all going to be downhill from there. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I, if I can do that, I can handle anything. Because seriously, that is, that's a horrible, horrible thing. But like, if you dive right into it, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. you know, I can do this. I had so. a very, I had a very uh, similar but backwards experience from you in the fact that the second time I got drunk, my friends came over and I was like, oh, I have this really strong alcohol, Bacardi One Fifty One, and they all started drinking. I wanted to wait to drink before all of my friends got there. And we ended up almost hospital- hospitalizing several of my friends yes. because they were just drinking 151 like like normal alcohol, which you shouldn't do. Right. It's and, literally double. Yeah. yeah and and so we, we those those fools ended up puking all over our house. We took them back to their house before we even had a sip of alcohol. How, how old are you? This was at 14 years old. 14, okay. Yeah. And, and we, we placed them in bed, both of their respective beds. Like I took one of my friends, the other, another friend took another one of my friends. And they were in their beds puking. Their parents came home, realized that they were sick, and they were like, what's going on? And we decided to blame it on bad pizza rolls from Publix. That sounds reasonable. Actually, you, you took your friends home. Like, were you guys driving? Like, okay, so like, were you guys living next to each other? I'm yes, but I'm I wasn't drinking at the time because they got drunk before any of my friends even got there, and they yeah, got horrendously. Were you were you older drunk. than them? Who's driving? Who's driving them home? Are you walking home? No, we drove. It, yeah, we were we were walking and we drove. I, I don't know. Like, I drove. So you the were sixteen. Yes. Well, well, actually, what my other friend was older, so he was the one that drove. I walked my friend home. Okay. okay, and he was older. I'm not to bust your don't, story. I'm don't trying. get don't get specific on this. The I'm point of the story is, don't start out with 151. <laughs> no, youngins. no, 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 no. And they're they're way older. Very, than that at this very. Point. Start with what what you're supposed to start with, which is uh, Natty see, Light and Vlad. Now yeah. steal your parents' liquor. That's my first drinks <laughs> ever. I drank, oh, yeah. I drank a bunch of like Hennessy, like shit that had been in like the basement forever. So Hennessy and like Jack Daniels. And they, they had some Everclear in the basement, oh but like God. I was not drunk off any of that. I was like pouring with Coke. Everclear yeah. though, they that's had like, like that one. They had a hundred feet, whatever. What, what not did, the hundred. Okay, Everclear, regardless of what your terrible. parents had on hand, your freshman year, what were your go tos? Freshman, of Let, let's high go around. College, no freshman year of college. What were okay. your go tos in uh, beer and mm-hmm. liquor? Mm-hmm. And if you were drinking wine freshman year, shame on you. Um, no, no, it no. was Dragon Dragonberry Rum. Okay, yeah, and, Bacardi. Yeah, Dragonberry yep. Rum Bacardi That's and in uh, a uh, cap- uh, handle of Captain. Okay, Clark. 
You didn't say your beer. You just said name two. True, true, true. We weren't drinking beer much, and if we were, it was like Natty or Bud Light. Uh, okay, fair. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so for me, it was always Bush Light. Mm-hmm. Oof. Or fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> Blue light. I mean, being, we got great yeah. Cana- Canadian Old beer. Blue light is amazing. So, Matt blue. Yeah. Yeah. Bl- Matt blue yep. light or blue blue whatever it was or Molson. Um, My and then Molson is pretty cool. liquor. Liquor freshman year for me was Captain. Like mm. a Captain Morgan, I go through. I mean, it was obviously very unhealthy at the time, but I mean, it was <laughs> rum, 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 and yeah. I, I don't know when that ended. To be honest, I mean. My wife now, for listeners, is uh, two and a half years older than me, which I met my sophomore year. So I had a full year to uh, figure out what I did, didn't like, and uh, rum was one of the things. that I've been drinking rum for three and a half years. And funny enough, we just went through this yesterday, and we're all not rum people anymore. But but good rum... Is very different from like yeah, yeah. commercial rum. spiced rum on the rocks. Huge yeah. difference, Connor. Yeah, mine was actually rum too. It was actually Sailor Jerry's. Oh yeah, oh, and Admiral Nelson. We've all been there. Another right? spiced rum. Yeah, yeah. Sailor yeah. Jerry's was. I was introduced by some older uh, Georgia Tech student. He was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, try this stuff." And then I just I didn't really know the difference. And I was no. like, "Hell yeah!" I put it in some Coke, and yeah, that was my go-to. Coke, Coke and, and, yeah, dude, it was it. I can't even tell you guys the amount of times that I was like illegally at bars under twenty-one with my fake ID and going Roman Coke. Please. Yeah, that's all yeah, I drank. Just, Roman Coke. My the nerves. Well, you've had pubes since you were time. like six years old. What? So like it, you, oh, you've boobs. always looked old. Beard. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I, I literally meant pubes. But oh, yes. pubes. I thought you said boobs. You <laughs> no. had boobs since you were six years <laughs> you, old. You did say boobs. Uh, I I thought I, I heard pubes. Let's put it this yeah. way. Thank you, Connor. Right, so <laughs> I meant, Alex I is going to listen back to this, and he's going to say no, no, no. Boobs. I'm not editing anything. It's going to be pubes, boobs. But that's my uh, my introductory liquor in college that I, it took me a while to grow out of, to be honest, because it was effective. <laughs> Oh, can I guess? Yeah, it was uh, it was really shitty vodka, wasn't it? Popov. No. Uh, Tommy is correct though. It was uh, it was also higher proof than normal. There are three proofs that you can get of this vodka. Diesel. Nope. So it's not a form of Everclear. Nope. Oh, it's good. I I can't waste any more time trying. Starts to with think an about N. It. I'll give you three seconds. Uh, Nikitov. Oh, I'm so close. <laughs> Wait, Resident Evil Three. That's your clue. No, it's uh, Nikolai. Boom. You <laughs> nailed it. No, Nikolai. Okay, so the, there's Black Cap, which was the eighty proof. Mm-hmm. Green Cap, which was ninety, and Red Cap, my shit, which was hundred proof. I look back on those days and I outright reject, renounce, and regret them. But oh my god, I can't even believe how much red cap Nikolai I drank. Hundred proof and like I I handle my liquor well. You know me, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Back then I would if we were about to go out, I'd be like, hold on. And I would slam like five or six red cap Nikolai shots. Oh, and then we'd leave. And I look back on that, I'm like So you're you're not Why am I alive? You're not a pothead. No. The the I'm I was a functioning young alcoholic, but oh, yeah. it, it, like you're a college kid. Are we allowed to shake hands on that? Uh, yeah. Where did because you go to college? I think we all were. Penn State. Okay. So you went to a party school. Yeah. Connor was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you were like Corey. He went to Penn State. But too. but to be mm-hmm. fair, everybody there usually is all about Vlad, and I'm like, okay, 
Vlad already tastes horrible. Don't get me wrong. Nikolai Red Cap was not good. But, like, if if I got a handle of it and it was 100 proof and it was cheaper, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm smart here. Why not fuck yourself up faster? Exactly. Than for, for cheaper as yeah. a college student. It was so basic. And I, our, our women are just singing inside. You might hear floating crickets, which uh, we're going to do our <laughs> best to I, no, edit out. But I, nice. I want to get rid of any annoying noise, but like crickets and rainfall is always a good thing. Right. I have one last quick story Perfect to, timing. to tell about Alex. Um, he was kind of, and Clark, this, is, this, this will be interesting to you. He was always, for, from all my friends, he was kind of known for two things. Because Alex and I moved away from each other when we were 13 years old. I moved away from Pennsylvania and moved to Florida. But we would visit each other every year. And about the time, since this is relevant to what we're talking about, about the time that we started drinking, yeah. Alex came down and visited, you know, around 16, 17 years old. That's, that's when you've experimented enough, you know what you like. Um, well, you're going to love the story that I'm going to tell, but you're also going to hate another story that I'm going to tell. Uh, no, no. This was before. So Alex came when we were like 16 or 17, came to Florida to <gasps> visit all I my can't. friends. And the, first, and the first thing my friends knew him for was he was the first one of my friends to ever pull down his pants and show his asshole <laughs> to all of my friends. And for years... Male I had, or female. I had, for, for years, I had a friend, Mike, who every time I brought up Alex's name, he, I'd be like, oh, me and Alex were hanging out. He's like, is that the butthole guy? And he knew him as like Legendary. the butthole guy. And uh -huh. that same day that he first visited Florida, that like 16 or 17 years old, that night, I had some friends over and we drank, and Alex killed like six or seven shots of 151, which after like two or three, I was like basically catatonic catatonic on the floor, <laughs> not able to move, yes. and all of my other friends were trying to keep up with him, and he was doing double shots <laughs> of 151, so he set a very big yeah. reputation with all of my friends, yep. and um, after that, uh, I would just, I, I've always kind of been... He's like the golden standard for drunkenness to Thank me. Thank you. <laughs> I, I am cheers to that. So we, I'm I, humbled. I know we talked about like the first time we drank, but can I offer the first time you did something memorable or regrettable? Because the first time we all drank, I mean we probably just I, I personally was playing video games. Yeah. Constantly. Mm -hmm. For many of the first times I drank. The first time I got drunk. There's a lot of that. Still playing video games. But like something happened that night, and I, I don't. I feel like Tommy has a story. I feel like you. You look at me like you have a story <laughs> that could memorable and regrettable. Uh, first time I drank, like I said, I was playing video games, and I thought I could handle memorable, a lot more than I did. I think should we make it regrettable? I mean, come on. I don't. I don't have a regrettable moment from the first time I drank. So no, we no, can not move the on. first time. But like it can be the first time you had a regrettable moment. How about just a, a story? What about a... No, the, the, the earliest, most regrettable story. I mean, like, we all have, like, yeah. okay, you got drunk the first time, you probably threw up, right? We all got drunk, threw up the first time. And Those then, and all then, count as regrettable. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, a good story. Don't tell... Oh, yeah. I, I threw up on my parents' stairway. Like, that's lame. We all did that. That's fine, and, and that you probably had to spend time cleaning it up, too. Yes. <laughs> Titties in the window? Titties in the window. Yeah. Titties on the glass! We have a That's lot of females trying to get our attention to come back in the house, and we're going to have to wrap up this podcast pretty soon because we're... See you, See you Connor!
That's fucked up. Don't leave us, bitch. And the funny thing is, he's the only one that does not have a woman in there. Wait, damn it. Wait, I want to hear y'all's first... Pre- I have a great regrettable story. Yeah, you you but, tell. But, tell it. For, no, yeah. do tell. But y'all have to share it too. I'll reciprocate. So we've, I all, we've all... Okay, this was the second time I got very drunk. Mm-hmm. The first time I'm... So we're, we're talking about this for the first time in a long time for me. Mm-hmm. First time was pop-off. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know... Pop-off. Five or six dudes. We, we split a handle on that. You pop popped off. off in each other's faces. Hammered. So the second time, I got a fifth of raspberry Smirnoff, okay. and I was uh, dating a girl at the time, and we got plastered. We this was like about around the time between seventh and eighth grade. We were starting to have like parties and girlfriends and like stuff like that, and um, so we had like them over, and, and my friend was dating one of my girlfriend's friends at the time. And uh, basically, we both got dumped that night because we were absolutely fucking hammered. And basically, we... Tra- <laughs> you guys, wait. You guys didn't get dumped and then got hammered. You got dumped because just, you just were wait. hammered? We okay. were making we were making uh, grape juice wine mm. in the back room. Making it. Uh, we were, we were like, lighting everything on fire. We were just like... <laughs> I've been there, done that. I mean, it was a great time in my life. Trust me. I mean, if you the ask any of my groomsmen, period. they will all remember this time in our lives, and that's they were my groomsmen. We were, I mean, we've been boys forever. Uh, but that night, I we were like, he had a bench press in his basement. I was friends with a bunch of football players. I played hockey. It didn't matter, but um, they always had a bench press, and I fell over the bench. He had like a leg press too, mm-hmm. and like the cap was off of it, and I still have a scar on my stomach. I very drunk. This mm-hmm. is the most regrettable thing. I fell onto the the keg that was straight metal. And I got, at the time, I mean, I, I bled from like below my belly button all the way up to almost my sternum. Yeah. And I had a giant gash and I mean, I was bleeding everywhere, hammered. Mm-hmm. So of course, like I just you know, put like a rag on it. But that's when my girlfriend at the time was like, yeah, you're a drunk piece of shit. I'm going to leave you now. <laughs> and when you're a drunk piece of shit in, like, eighth grade, then, uh, you know, it's a good place to start. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> Fair, yeah, let's cheers to your bloody stomach. <laughs> that would be the first Wait, regrettable. Wait, can, can I see your scar? All the way up to the sternum. Do you no, have a scar right now? No, it's, like, it's gone. I mean, that eighth oh, okay. grade was a long time ago now. Okay. But it's, uh, I have, like, a little one below my belly button. But I'm hairy now, so. <laughs> you, <can't, laughs> you don't want us to see your hairy belly button? You can't see it. Craftheads podcast fan, post pictures of uh, Clark's, Clark's hairy yeah. navel, please. Do, do, do some internet research. Any other final stories? There are three people left. Connor has joined us again. Is there anything you're holding me, Connor? I have a weird one. It's not interesting, but I'll tell it. Good. Yeah? There was a time in college, I don't remember exactly when it was, but I was on the outs with a girlfriend at the time, and... She and I were both kind of like, you know, we weren't sure what we were doing. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take advantage of this. And, well, no, trust me, I, I was never the one that wanted to do that. I'm, You know me, Tommy, specifically. But I was like, all right, well, if we're going to do this, I'm going to do this. And uh, it was uh, a, a neighboring apartment, and there was a girl who talked about her rhythm. Specifically, okay. her rhythm. Okay. And this is going to sound more sexual and weirder than it is. But the the guys who were there at the time, and they, like, we were all just, like, sitting down on the ground drinking, like, in somebody's bedroom or whatever. And her rhythm was apparently... Hi. What she did with her tongue in your ear. Hmm. <laughs> 
I'm not making this shit up. Okay. I can't make this shit up. Okay. And she did her rhythm in my ear. Okay. And you finished instantly. <laughs> my, no, my point is, I'm talking about it ten years later. <laughs> Memorable. It was really weird. Yeah. This was a girl who was, like, licking in my ear. Mm-hmm. I've had that done many times, actually. Well, really? Okay, listen. And, and Not first it. of all, ears are... They're an, they're an underrated erogenous yeah. Yeah. zone. Sure, sure, So sure. I'm with you, Connor. Dude, yeah, I liked it. Fucking A. <laughs> we didn't even kiss or anything. Because actually, she wanted to, and I was like, fuck you, how many dicks have you sucked tonight? Or like, how <laughs> many, how many, how many have ears yeah, have you licked? Yeah, yeah, actually, that's, that's equally disgusting. Yeah. You did not say that to her, by the way. Yeah. No, but I actually did. Well, she like tried to kiss me, and I was like, no. But uh, the, the the rhythm in the ear, I was like, oh, this is interesting. So it made a mark on me, and it was it was interesting, but that was one of those weird things that stuck out to me. It was not uh, sexual or weird, or, well, well, it was weird, but inappropriate, and it's just one of those things. Connor? Uh, so a story from me now? Yeah, hey, any so odd got, story. Yeah, so I've got a couple of good ones. Um, one of my favorite stories of my whole life, and probably, like, one of the coolest moments of my life. Oof. Um, I was probably in like 10th grade or something and I was playing beer pong uh, at this party against the two hottest girls in my high school. Fucking A. And um, I like made a cup or something or something and they were like, that doesn't count. And I was like, okay, that's BS. Like I made the cup and they're like, no, it doesn't count. And then one of the girls goes, I'll give you another shot and if you can sink this cup with your left hand, then we'll both get naked. And I was like, the whole party was like gathering around, and I was oh, like, I'm excited. This is me. And you missed it. it. I was like, not missing this fucking cup. These are the two hottest girls in my school. <laughs> Boom! Sank it naked. Full this, on. Was like, this was like before the days Bro. of like cell phone cameras and stuff, so no one could like take pictures yeah. or anything. Yeah. It was like, I was the coolest guy at the party. <laughs> oh my god, Connor, that's fucking Probably legendary. one of the best moments. And then of my you life. got laid that night? No. <laughs> but I still got to see. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's everything. Good man. for the spank bank that's later. Awesome. <laughs> Spit up. You, you got to wrap this up, and we'll wrap this. That's a cool up. story. I told my first one. Oh God. no, I I, I have, got dumped I've, after stabbing myself with a fucking workout bench. <laughs> Dude, I, I actually no, I do have a good, and I I hope I didn't mention this on the podcast before, but I have you a good. Have I probably we've been doing this for 112 episodes, yeah. but at this point, two minutes, love. Where are your car keys? Your lights are on. They're 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 upstairs by our Locked? bed. Yeah, <clears throat> somewhere. I don't know why she Wait, wouldn't know what? that. Wait, what? Is I'm that just, what she came here? Yeah, she asked me where the car keys. The were. car keys for. Oh, it's, you guys, you need to put an automatic thing. I'm gonna send you a link. Twenty dollars. It's Claire's car. It's not my car. I don't care. Oh, fuck um, it. Go on. This was something I'm not sure if I've mentioned on the podcast before, but we had a game in college that we developed. Um, and it's called Smash Your Head. <laughs> but it is just... Sounds intelligent. It's just a variant of Flip Cup. And it was... Uh, have you guys ever played uh, Last Man Standing Flip Cup? Yes. Everybody? Yeah, everybody? absolutely. Everybody? So it's like... The, I, and for those of you that don't know, it's everybody at the table. There could be 10 to 20 to 4 people. It doesn't matter. But everybody plays Flip Cup. You drink your drink, flip the cup, and the last person to flip is eliminated from the game. Each time. And so the point is to remain in the game as long as you can. But with Smash Your Head, if you get eliminated, you have to flip the cup. You have to flip the cup over 
and you have to smash the cup with your forehead. Put your hands behind your back and and literally throw your head into the cup and how smash many, the cup. How many of your friends broke their nose? Okay. Um, <laughs> oh! Oh! I know this. I story. already guessed the ending. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but it, it gets better. It's 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 a little bit better. It's you better know where just, it's going. Yeah. But anyways, we turned it into like a little bit of a peer pressure thing, where even the people that were like, "Oh yeah," they like put the cup down and they would like you know softly smash their head. We would turn it into a thing where the entire party would be like, "Smash your head, smash your <laughs> head." So you felt the pressure to really go hard at it. Well, at one point, we got this girl. <laughs> To try, we, we, we were playing Smash Her Head. She she was the last person eliminated, and we cheered her on. She smashed her head on the table and knocked herself out oh, in the middle of a college party. <laughs> and everybody just kind of, it went very out. silent, and we all looked at her. And, you, and, and she's, like, she's definitely unconscious for at least a few seconds, but starts rolling around. And we felt bad enough that we had to drive her home. And then my friend Danny ended up having sex with her that night. <laughs> oh! Hey. Wait! Whoa! What did you just admit to? We're going to end this podcast. Concussion sucks. Fuck you, Danny! She was fine. Fuck she you. was fine. She was okay. in full consciousness by the end of the night when we drove her uh, home. Okay. She was very happy and, like, pr- like you know, very thankful that we drove her home. Hey, remember, I'm putting this on the internet. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, 100%. good. Danny, good fuck. Good good job, Danny. You gotta text him this so he's clear. <laughs> for all the fucking attorneys oh, out Jesus. there. Fuck you. Yeah, and I didn't mention any names, so no. it doesn't really matter. Danny, but Danny, Danny. Danny McBride. Yeah, it was Danny McBride, that motherfucker. Yeah, Danny. Wow. Hey, uh, Connor Clark couldn't have enjoyed it more. No. We'd love to have you back. Clark, thanks for patroning up. Connor, thanks for continuing well, actually, to be a patron. Well, actually, he has to do it after. Yeah, I have to, like, get, put on a, get on hey, a computer. Hey, I, ha- I have Craft Heads treats that I brought. As soon as we go back into the cabin, I have things to hand out to people. I didn't tell anybody about this. Are they are they fun treats? I, actually, just some interesting stuff. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about, so I'll be excited to hear it. <sighs> but, uh, everybody, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Deuces. Peace.